We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Brian, we're, we're talking about Colt Mullins. We're talking about the Blue and Gold game. But the first commitment of the weekend was actually on Friday night yeah. with Davion Dixon, who's out of Baylin Jesuits in Miami, Florida. 2025 defensive tackle, six foot two, 305 pounds, considered a top 200 recruit in the class by the, uh, by I think it was 247, I think, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yes. I believe so, yeah. Or yeah. on three. Actually, I think it was on three. It was now that I that. think about it, it yeah, but it was- I'll look now. I'll yeah. get it. Before you're done with your next sentence, I'll have it down. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So this one, Brian. Rivals. Rival. Oh, Rivals, really? Yeah. I was stepping up to the yeah. plate. I want a 2025 kid. Love that, yeah. man. Love that. 
Davion Dixon, defensive tackle, 2025. This was a really interesting one, Brian, because I feel like for the longest time, we've known that Davion Dixon was high on Notre Dame. Like, he doesn't hide right. it, right? Like, every time I've talked to him, he's just yeah. like, yep, I really like Notre Dame. I really like Notre Dame. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. But I did not expect this to happen this weekend. Yeah. This was Nor a little he. bit of a surprise. Exactly. Yeah. He was. Nor did he. Ryan, you and I, one. yeah, you and I both had a chance to. I, I believe you sat down and talked to him as his mom and his him this weekend as well. And it was funny. I was doing a, a TV spot on on uh, ABC fifty seven, and I was walking out to the car in between the two spots because I had to go out to the car, finish getting the Cole Mullins article prepped for the noon commitment, and then I was going to go back in. And I was walking out, and I see Davion and his mom get out of their car, and I just stopped talking to him a little bit and thanked him for because he had done an interview with you. So I just thanked him, hey, you know, thanks for doing the interview with Ryan, and and we got to talk. And he's just a really good kid. Mom was really awesome, and uh, but they said, look, we we didn't. I said, man, I, I wasn't expecting you to commit this weekend, and he just starts laughing, and his mom was like, we didn't either. And, and, and so that kind of honestly in my head, that was a bit of a red flag. Like I'm okay. Is this emotional thing? And then yeah. he starts talking. And then when I hear that, when the mom starts talking too, and they start explaining it, it was more of just a, it wasn't an emotional thing. It just kind of, it just kind of clicked, yeah. you know? And it just was kind of like, this is what we've always been wanting and waiting for. And like he, I think he's been on campus before. I think he was on campus yes. last summer yep. for the workout, but it just was like, he got on campus as sort of a, a focused recruit, meaning like last summer was like, let's work out. Let's see what you got. But now that they've built that relationship and it's just kind of like, where else do we want to go? I mean, he goes to a really good private school in Miami. Yep. It's a Catholic school. And and the family was just like, this is this is it. And, and the kid was like, this is it. This is where he wants to be. He didn't know that last year, Blue Gold game, they also started the class off with the defensive lineman again. The staff told him that after the fact, Ryan. Yes, but it just was one of those things where they they did come into this not and at all anticipating because I asked folks around the staff like, "Hey, did you guys were you guys expecting this?" And they're like, "No, no idea." Like we we knew that he like you said we knew he liked us a lot, but they weren't really pushing him to commit. Right, and I thought that was the the good thing is is you know, he did jump on board early, but it wasn't something where he felt pressure. Just like I I've been to other places and nobody stacks up to Notre Dame. And this is a kid that comes from a, a background and a family that like the whole aspect of, of development is important to them. Yes. Sure. He's a great football player or has a chance to be a great football player. And a lot of talent. He had like 30 tackles for loss and 10 and a half sacks. That's yours as a sophomore. It was wild, man. But yeah. they also understand it's the academic piece. I think somebody told me it's like a three, eight GPA. Yeah. And, and the fact that the spiritual aspect too, they're a Catholic family the spiritual aspect too was, was important to him. And it just was like, where else am I going to get all of that other than Notre Dame? And I thought that was a pretty, pretty cool. It, when they explained that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like now I get it. Now I'm not, now the red flag is put back in the pocket. Right. I feel a lot better. I mean, look, it got two years to go. Right. But I felt a lot better about this. Cause you, what's your first thought, Ryan? Well, we had a defensive Brandon lineman came in last year's spring yeah. game. And it just it hit him. It was emotional. We weren't expecting it. He just got there and got emotional and decided to commit. And look what happened. Yes, I, that was my. I'm, sorry, I can't lie. That was my it first was, thought. It was mine too, man. I didn't even wait for someone to say it on the board. As soon as I saw he committed, I was like, man, we've been here before, haven't right. we? Like it's, we've been here just last year. I mean, you know, one a calendar year from who, the first commitment in the class. Who was the first commit in the 2023 class as well? It's Keon Keely. Oh, yeah, Keon Keely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, so, yeah, man, we, we've we've been down this road. So I immediately understand because that was my impulse, right? So, like, when people say, oh, man, we got two years to go. We've been here before. I, I totally get it, guys. I totally did. I will say this to Brian's point. Ease my mind a lot when I spoke to Davion because he talked about a lot of the things you just hit on, Brian. It's like, one, he's a very mature kid for his age. Yes. I mean, that, that's important. And that's important. It is important. But he talked about a lot of Mo- – emotionally and mentally he's yes. mature he's not exactly. physically mature which is no. a good thing he's he's got a baby face on him and he's got a lot of young 15 year old weight on him as well you know but anyway continue now and, and it's it the i think the maturity is a big thing in this conversation it's also huge why this happened the way it happens he talked to me about this is something i've been thinking about for a little while right but like he, and he talked about that moment. You always hear about that moment when things happen, when it's just, it's over. It's over for you. And he talked about that, right? And he kind of sat down and he's just like, he's, his direct quote was to me, He his parents said to him, he's like, or I think he said it to his parents and they said, this is where I want to go. What am I waiting right. for? Right? right? Like, what am I waiting for? And when you got to put all those things together, I feel a lot better about the situation. But again, I, I completely... I completely understand the initial reaction to that, but I don't think that that's what it was. I just think that this is a kid that was ready, a kid that was ready. And kids all have that moment at completely different times. Some have it on national signing day. Some have it when they were sophomore in high school. It happens for everyone very differently. And I think Davion had that moment, which is why he committed to Notre Dame this weekend. Well, and Ryan, I think it's, I think it's very fair for fans to have the reaction that, that yes. we talked about because we had it. But I also think we we need to remember that every kid is different, and that's why we we wanted to explain to you guys that, that Ryan and I both had. And, and when we talk talk to them, Ryan talked to, to Davion over the phone to do the commit story interview, and then and then got a chance to meet them face to face. And and I got a chance to meet them face to face because I'm I'm a big believer in you look somebody in the eye, and that's the one thing that I really liked about uh, talking to Davion and his mom is they were both great with eye contact like when i'm talking to, to damian's mom i can feel him staring at me like just like listening to the to what i'm saying you know what i mean just like the, yeah. and, and i mean that in a good way like that was really good eye contact he wasn't look putting his head down he wasn't looking around he had a really good eye contact and that to me is something that i look for as a coach to say okay mom's telling me all these wonderful things and then the kid's like looking off into space and like that's that mom's telling me what mom wants at this point in time not yeah. telling me what the kid wants but when the kid is like locked in and engaged and I could see him kind of nodding his head when mom was talking about certain things about Notre Dame, you're like, okay, yeah, this is a different deal. This is a bit of a different deal. And, and it's a good football player, Ryan. I mean, he's yes. raw, you know, he's young. He's got a, he's very, he's you know, got a very young body, young build, young frame. He's going to have to do a lot of reshaping. This kid's a good football player. And I mean, the class impact. Okay. You got your nose, you got back to back noses. And here's, the, here's the thing too, Ryan, talk about class impact and we'll, we'll pull up the film there in a second but i love the fact that they're that you know they've already got a 300 pound pound on the board and one of the concerns i had i saw he was listed at six two once i'd had him listed at six three not six three but you look at the film and you're thinking i'm not sure how tall this kid is like yes. yeah is yeah. he is he even six one like i mean honestly that's what the it's hard to tell in the film because he's got that round body and it can sometimes be hard to tell how tall those kids are you and I both got a chance to, to, to talk to Davion, and let's just say it this way. I'm I'm a little taller than you are, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we're close to the same height. 
I know I was looking up at him, so I know <laughs> you were looking up at him. Yeah. He's at least six two in my opinion. He's he's a legit six two in my opinion. And so so and and he is just big, Ryan. Like he's got it's baby kid, fat. Man. He's got to work off, but he's not a fat kid. He's just big. He's broad massive, yeah. shoulders, big yep. chest, wide hips that are just like not fat wide, but just thick. He's just a big boy. And that's the kind of nose that I like because that's not the kind of kid that's re- that requires to have that core fat to be 300 plus pounds. Yeah. This is a kid that just God made him 300 pounds. You know <laughs> what I mean? And as he reshapes his body, he's going to actually weigh more because he's going to turn some of that, that, that baby fat into muscle. And he's, he's going to be, I mean, this, this could be a kid that could be a, a smooth 315 pounds when it's all said and done. Cause he's, oh, he's, he's a sophomore in high school right now. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's perfectly said. I think that this is a, this is how you drop a nose tackle on the college and NFL level. Like this is, this is the body type that you're looking for. I mean, he's not quite Vince Wilfork as far as being, you know, quite as massive, but again, he's a sophomore in high school and that's what you kind of want to see in the nose tackle position on the next level. I, Brian, w- what have I said about the nose tackle position that we keep talking about over the next couple cycles? Impact size, right? Impact size. This isn't just a kid that's just going to play at the point of attack and just be an immovable object. He can do those things. But as we pull up the film here in, in, a, in a couple minutes here, right, it's the fact that he also is a playmaker at that size. You know, he has the ability to make a – to create impact in the backfield, tackles for loss, sacks. He has that type of upside to him. So this is what you want in a nose tackle in the modern game. This isn't just your clock two gaps and you're just not moving, right? This is a kid that can make some plays as well, which I think is what Notre Dame needs more of. They need that impact size in the middle of the defense. If Notre Dame is able to land Justin Scott, and as of right now, we still feel Notre Dame's the leader for Justin Scott. You're going to have three interior guys in a two-year stretch that are going to be 300-plus pounds because Owen Wafel will be easily 300 pounds. Oh, easy. When it's all yeah. said and done. <laughs> yeah. And have you ever seen his dad, like, in person? Yeah. Like, I saw his dad. Did you see his dad dude, this man. weekend? Yeah. yeah. He's it's massive. Like six, six, man. He's a big And dude. massive. Big dude. Like, that is like, yeah, that that's uh, – like I, I don't know whatever I ranked Owen Wafel. It's going to get higher. If, if his dad ever asked me, I'm changing it the next time. I'm just going to tell him to his face. <laughs> top, that's top 50 recruit. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course he's better than Justin Scott. Mr. Wafel, of course, you know. Um, that's a big – I'm joking, of course. That's a big guy. And it, but you see the DNA, right? And here's the other funny nit- tidbit. His two younger brothers look just like him in the face. It's My wife's taking pictures of, of recruits, and she's like, I thought this was Owen Wafel. She took two pictures of his, of his little brother because he looks uh-huh. just like him. Uh, it's hilarious. But uh, he's going to be – he's already 292. He's yes. going to be 300 pounds. And so one of the things that people have complained about is you need beef, you need beef, you need beef. And I've always said I think beef can be a little overrated. You don't need it. I want quickness. I want athleticism. What is, why does Georgia yeah. thrive? Because they get 300-pounders that can move. Yes. And that's what this, to me, this kid is. So we'll bring the film up now, Ryan, and, and we'll look at it again. Keep in mind, this is sophomore film yes. that we're going to look at. This is Davion Dixon, who is from Beelin, uh, Pre- Beelin Jesuit Prep. That's the correct way of saying that, yes. right, Ryan? Yep. And so he wears number 60. So you're going to see a kid that, again, nice little spin move there. He is a nose. He is a yes. pure nose. But he's a kid that's that's for his size, Ryan. He's he's very nimble for his size. Yes. That's the thing that stood out to me. 
I think that's a good way to put it, Brian. I mean, this kid's not going to be like straight line as fast as some guys, right? But he is quick. Like that was one of the underrated things I, I do think about. I mentioned Vince Wolfork a little bit ago. Vince Wolfork wasn't great because he was just an immovable object. Vince Wolfork was great because he was so quick for a size, man. You're like, how the heck does that guy move laterally? Look, look, look at this. Look at this. He's looping outside. Plants has to work back inside. And look how quickly he closes on the quarterback there, right? This is a 300 plus yes. pound kid. This is a yes. really nice play right here. And, and you're getting on, an on a impact. lacrosse field. Yes, I know. I, <laughs> I saw that too. Impact defensive lineman out of what state as well, Brian? Out of Florida, man. No, 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 he, no, Ryan, he is not from Florida. He is from the state of Miami. True. That's a good point. Come on now. Come on now. It's the state of Miami. But yes, no, in all seriousness, he, he's, a, he's a Florida kid. But you know, look, Notre Dame doesn't get kids from Miami very often. At yeah. least ones that, that are impact. Look at the quickness off the ball here. This is. Now, again, the competition he's playing against is not as good as the competition that the other kid's playing against. But look at this center. This is a good-sized kid that he beats. Yes. He just whoops him on his way to the quarterback and then chases and, the kid I, I, lo- I love how the center just, like, looks up. He's like, oh, oh man, I just man. got whooped. That's going to yeah. be on film now. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yep. yep. I just got my butt kicked. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So a lot of the film can be a little hard to see in this setting because it's a lot of all 22, but you can see it on a bigger screen. This kid's got some quick move. Now, what, this is a That's nice, nice clip because you can kind of see the get off here compared to everybody else, just how quickly he gets off. Now, I do, I do want to see him keep his pads a little lower out of a stance, Ryan. This is an example yep. of it, but this is really quick. This is really important. You know what he is? He is a much bigger version of Jacob Lacey. That's, That's what he is. He's about a 30-pound bigger version of Jacob Lacey, in my opinion. Because Jacob was quick, man. He Very could really quick. move inside gaps. Yeah. Like he was a one-gap penetration-style player, right? I mean, oh. this kid can do the stuff at the point of attack because he is a natural 300-plus pounds. But he also has that quick twitch, man, where you're like, okay, my guy can take a gap yeah. if you give him a gap. Like, he can do those right. types of things, which is great. Yeah. You don't got to – and he uses his hands really well for a young kid. That's the other thing I noticed too, Ryan. He yep. he does – I mean, there's work. But look at that. Look at that sh- that push-pull that he does right here on this this poor little this poor little guard. I know. Like, you know, look, physically this kid can't match up against him. And and you evaluate that and you say, hey, look, he gets a college. He's not going to just do that that easily to a, a Division one guard. But what you evaluate is the quickness off the ball, which is good. And then the other thing you evaluate is the technique. Look at that push-pull. Rocks the guy out and then just tosses him to the side. That's that block destruction that we were talking about. Um, That quarterback just took a dive. Did you see that? Yes, he did. He was like, I don't want any of this smoke. I'm good, man. I'm good. I am going down. I am throwing this and going down. 
One of one of the one of the key things I look for at the nose position too, Brian, is popping popping your hands, right? The the initial contact that a player can create and initial power that a player can create. This kid's got some serious pop in his hands, man. When he hits opposing offensive linemen, you see it. <laughs> like they get a, they have a little bit of that recarry, right? It's like, oh man, that guy just got got smoked a little bit, and he has. I mean, and the the production is just silly, right? I mean, again, yes. Is he playing the greatest competition in the world? Right. No. His, his production, yeah, his production is inflated relative to what it would be if he was playing like in in you know the Atlanta area or if he was playing against the better schools in Miami, right? If he was playing against like Northwestern and all that. But again, the 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 skill translates. That's the point, Ryan. Yes. He's not going to come to Notre Dame and have 30 some tackles for loss and 11 sacks, right? Like I mean, like that's 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 not going to happen, but you see you see the 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 what he does to get the production translates to the next level. Yep. You know, he 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 doesn't just bull rush. He ha- he I mean, they twist. Look at this. How many times have we seen him twist in in loop around on on different movements, right? I mean, yep. You got a nose tackle that's got How long is this? This is a 10-minute highlight clip for a freaking <laughs> nose tackle. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. and you're thinking like when I first saw the clips, like there's going to be a lot of just boring plays on this. Cause like I'd, I'd seen him a long time ago, but I hadn't really watched him, watched him Ryan, because yeah. I mean, it, I didn't anticipate him committing anytime soon. And I haven't really watched a lot of 25 kids at this point, at least not any linemen. And so I'm like, okay, let me pop on the film. And I'm like, oh, 10 minutes of a nose tackle. This is going to be a lot of boring film, like him taking on two, two gap. And, and I'm like, holy moly, this kid just constantly making plays. Yeah, man. He's a costing the backfield. And, and, and he's a kid. And look, that what, look what a lot of these lead to, Ryan. How many times have we yeah. seen a, a pick or a ball almost get batted down on a play where he's getting in the quarterback's face? Because what is the fastest? What when 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 the defense lines up, who is the closest guy to the quarterback every single snap? It never changes. Whoever's in the A gap. And so if you got a guy in the A gap that can penetrate, nobody gets to the quarterback in a in a more direct line where if he wins, he's right in the quarterback's face. Yes. And I've said this before as a former quarterback, I would much rather have to deal with an edge rusher that got free than a guy up the middle that got free. Yep. Cuz the guy that got the middle up free, it's like I got to spin out and hope there's nobody else coming. Where if it's an outside guy, I can just climb the pocket. Right. And, and, yep. you know, get the ball off or even, even still get the, it was a lot easier for me as a quarterback to throw with a, about to get hit from a, an edge player than it was. Cause I could still step into my throat and say, Hey, I'm just about to get hit in the face right here, but I'm going to step and throw this football. It's a hard, you can't step into a, a situation where a nose tackle just kicked the center's butt. There's no one to step, step into. In, nobody wants to step into chaos, man. No one wants no. to step into that. No, that's how you turn the ball over. And, and this is a kid too, Brian, that, I mean, just for some context for folks, Obviously, we had the big pot of gold offer list on on St. Patrick's Day. This kid was offered months before the pot of gold. So this yes. is a kid that Notre Dame identified very, yeah. very early in this process. Yeah. I think that was a concern maybe some people had too, Ryan, was, well, is this a kid they really wanted? Was this a priority kid for them? Or was this just some kid they liked, but they didn't want to say no to him? No, this is a priority recruit, Ryan. And I think that was yeah. a great point you just made that this kid got offered, what, in February, right? Like early Something February? like that. Yeah, he was early, man. He was early. Way before. Yeah. way Because what they realized is, is the way his offer list was blowing up and the kind of player he was, that we we can't wait. We can't yeah. we can't wait a long time to get this kid out. We, we got to let this kid know right now that we like him. And the fact that he had been on campus before helped that too. Yes, they have been able to see him and size him up and and all that kind of stuff. I think that helped as well, in my opinion. 
So in the kid for Miami, man, never right. hurts. Never we're, hurts. We're, we're not going to watch all 10 minutes as impressive as it is, Ryan. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I look to me, this is a really good pickup. I mean, you and I have talked about this, Ryan, to be elite in college football. I don't care what yep. anybody says. Yeah. You need skill and all that. Sure. You need a quarterback and all that, but on defense to be elite, you have to be elite up the middle. No doubt. And it starts up front yep. and they're getting better there. We've seen we saw that in the blue gold game. You know, a guy like Jason Anye breaking out, Donovan Heinrich, Tyson Ford had some flashy plays. You've got Devin Houston coming in. Uh, he'll get healthy. You've got Owen Wafel right now, but you need to start adding some more difference makers. And this kid has a chance, has a chance. Again, he's just a sophomore. Yep. He's got a chance to be a big time player. He's got a chance to be a top hundred guy when it's all said and done. In and my he, opinion. he also is going to be one of the biggest players on the roster from a weight perspective. Yes. The minute he steps on campus, too, which is, right. I mean, again, man, we talk about you. Always, you talked about Georgia a couple minutes ago, Brian, as far as getting impact size on the interior. Yeah. The one thing, too, man, is that they just have these guys, kids in drones, man. It's like, oh, Bear Alexander leaves, no big deal. We still have this, um, Nazir Stackhouse and Warren Brinson and these cats, right? I mean, right. start stockpiling type of these impact defensive linemen. And I think Notre Dame is going to be in a great spot because that is one of the separators for a lot of these games, man, is who is better up the middle? Who is the best player in the best team in the trenches? I mean, you think back to the TCU Georgia national championship game, right, Brian? What was the biggest difference in that game? Georgia line dominated play. them up front. Dominated them. It was no, it was not even close. It was that it and their court when, when receivers were wide open, the, the TCU guy hit it, or the Georgia guy hit it, and the TCU guy didn't. But what was part of the reason that Max Dugan wasn't hitting it. Part of it was because he was having guys in his face the whole game. Yes. And that was that was part of it as well. I mean, let's let's not discount that as, as a factor into this thing as well. So uh it, you you got you gotta be good up the trenches, man. 